Thanks for joining us for the Covenant Living Broadcast with Pastor John Butler of Covenant Life Church, located at 130 Atlantic Avenue in Bremen, Georgia. On today's broadcast, Pastor Butler speaks from the subject of Why Jesus Came. And now, here is Pastor John Butler with today's message. All over the world right now, people are obviously celebrating Christmas. And, and, and while some people only understand Christmas for its commercial value, there are a lot of people who know it has something to do with the birth of Jesus. People sing songs about Him coming. They, they celebrate His coming. But do they really know why? One of our core values here at Covenant Life, and it's out in the lobby on that wall, one of our core values is the why is as important as the what. It's important that we know uh, the reason for the season. It's important that we know, and as a pastor, my concern is not just that people understand that Jesus came, but that they understand why Jesus came. Because why Jesus came to this earth makes all the difference in the world. You see, that little baby born in a manger was born with a purpose. He was born for a reason. And it was more than just to bring peace on earth and joy to the world. Peace and joy and every other good thing that we experience with the birth of Christ is a result of Him completing His purpose. And so today, really quickly... We're going to enjoy communion in just a few minutes, but, but I want us to talk about that purpose. I want to talk about why Jesus came. And I want to make sure that we understand that His birth is not just a historical, just a historical moment. His birth, His life, His death, His resurrection didn't just change history. It changes the past, the present, and the future of every person who believes in Him and who follows Him. And so I want us to see why Christ came. So first of all, Jesus came so we could be forgiven. Jesus came so we could be forgiven. The birth of Jesus makes no sense unless you understand this foundational truth. Human beings are hopelessly wicked and helpless to do anything about it. We are hopelessly wicked and helpless to do anything about it. And that flies in the face of most religions of the world, of the way most people see themselves or understand uh, understand our world. Uh, Many religions believe that that humans are basically good and are evolving more and more towards the divine, but the Bible takes exception to that. The Bible teaches us that the heart of man is wicked and deceitful above all things. It's always looking for its own way. It's always trying to please itself. The Bible says that man is born of just a few days and and we are full of trouble. The underlying problem that we have as humans is sin. Sin is is anything that offends the holiness and and, and the goodness of God. He tells us about Himself in the Bible. That's that's what it was written for us for. He tells us also about many of the things that offend Him. For ancient Israel, He boiled it down to ten basic commandments. Don't kill. Don't steal. Don't lie. Stay faithful to your spouse and stay faithful to God. That kind of basic stuff. And guess what? Humans still found a way to break those laws. As a matter of fact... 
If we had time to survey this wonderful, reverent audience, this congregation who happens to be in church on Christmas Eve, we would find that every one of us has sinned as well. And so God knew we could never be good enough to meet His standard of holiness, so He made another way. It was always His plan. It's not God's plan B. This was always God's plan for us. So at just the right time, God sent Jesus, His only Son, to come to this earth and to be born of the Virgin Mary. But it wasn't enough for Him to be born. He had to live, and He had to live a perfect life. The life that you and I could never live. And then He had to give His life as a sacrifice for sin. Not His sin, because He had none, but our sin. And to complete the work, he had to be raised from the dead, defeating death and hell and the grave. That's why Jesus came, to forgive us of our sin. And that's how he brings peace. He brings peace between us and God because our sin had separated us from God. But because of Jesus, God forgave us of our sin. And now we can have peace with God and we can have the peace of God as it was in the beginning. You say, well, John, I don't know about all this. I I don't know what you're talking about. I am not a sinner. Well, let me show you this in 1 John 1, verses 8 and 9. If we claim we have no sin, uh uh-oh. If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Why did Jesus come? Why did Jesus come? Not just so we can give gifts, not just so we can sing songs. He came so we could be forgiven. And His his coming affects our past Because when we give our lives to Him, when we surrender ourselves to Him, then He said our past is gone. He chooses to forgive all of the things that we've done wrong. And He chooses to forget about all that stuff. The coming of Jesus affects our past because He washes it all away. Here's the second reason why Jesus came. Jesus came so we could be free. He came so we could be free. I want you to see this in Galatians chapter 4 and verses 4 and 5. But when the right time came, God sent His Son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent Him to buy freedom for us. He sent Him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that He could adopt us as His very own children. See, not only did Jesus come so we could be forgiven, He came so we could be free. Because we were bound by sin. We were slaves. Sin is not just what we did. Sin was our master. We did whatever seemed right to us. Right? We we never even considered what was right to God. We never thought about it. We were slaves and we didn't even know it. Anybody who's ever been in sin, which is everybody knows that's true. It's like you're being controlled by something, but you don't necessarily know what it is. But that verse says at just the right time, God sent Jesus to buy our freedom. Can I tell you something this morning? 
I believe it's just the right time for us today. I believe that God brought us here this morning so that so we could hear this message and we could sense His presence and, and He could give us the chance to be forgiven and to be free. Listen, those are two different things. It is one thing to be forgiven. It is another thing entirely to be free. But God's like that. He, he does that for us. He's always looking for a way to bring people back to Himself. That's just who He is. He, his, his death on the cross is to buy our freedom. It, it, it's, just, it's just who He is because that death not only, not only forgave us, but it paid the price for us to be free. He gave us the power to change. He gave us the power to be different. How cruel would it be of God to, to send His Son to die on the cross to forgive us of our sin, but to leave us exactly as we've always been? He died on the cross so we could not just be forgiven, but be free. He gives us the power to be different. He gives us the power to be free. The enemy, the one who, who, who was our master before Jesus came, the enemy only steals and only kills and only destroys, but Jesus gives us life. He gives us abundant life. And the only way to experience abundant life is through freedom. So let me ask you this morning, are you free? Are you free? Are you, or are you still bound by the chains of sin? I know an awful lot of believers today been in the church for a long time, been, been believers for a long time, but are still walking around bound by the chains of sin. You see, it's one thing to be made alive, it is another thing to be made free. Jesus spoke into the tomb of Lazarus, and He said, Lazarus, come forth, be made alive again. But then He had to turn and tell the people standing there, now loose Him, loose Him and let Him go, because He's still bound by those grave clothes. There are so many believers today who worship Jesus as Lord and Savior, but have never been made free from the chains of sin. If you haven't been made free today, then Jesus wants to change your past by forgiving you of your sin, but He wants to change your present by setting you free from the chains that bind you. You can be free today. And here's one last thing. Why did, why did Jesus come? He came so we could be forgiven. He came so we could be free. And Jesus came so we could be family. He came so we could be family. Let me, let me read you Galatians chapter 4 and verse 7. It referred to it at the end of verse 5. But let me show you this again. Now you're no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you're His child... God has made you His heir. You see the progression there? He said, you're forgiven. You're forgiven so, so you can get free. And now that you're free, you're no longer a slave. He said, I've got a surprise for you. I didn't just forgive you, and I didn't just set you free so that now you, instead of being slave to sin, you can be my slave. He said, I did this so I can adopt you. God Listen, God, who knows everything we ever did, everything we ever said, everything we ever thought, 
Lord help us, wants us to be His child. He wants us. He he wants to give us His name. He wants to call us His own. He wants to show us off and brag about us. He wants to, like Max Lucado says, He wants to put our picture on His refrigerator in heaven. He wants to spend time with us. And, And that's not just for right now. He wants to spend time with us forever. Forever. Did you see the last part of that verse? It's a mouthful. It's really easy to read and read through, but it's a mouthful. He said, he, 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 you're no longer slaves now, you're children of God. And verse 5 told us that He adopted us to be His kids. So He chose us, He adopted us. And, and, he, and He said, and now because you're His kids, you're, you're His heir. He's made you His heir. That means you inherit everything He has. Now listen, my kids don't need to get too excited about being my heir because uh, I don't have too much. But God? 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 How much does God have? How much does He have? He's got everything. Everything. But, and because He's chosen to adopt us, We are now heirs to an eternal throne with our spiritual brother Jesus. The Bible says we are heirs, joint heirs with Jesus, and we will live and rule and reign and enjoy eternity with God, with Jesus on the throne. What an incredible thought. I mean, you talk about changing your future. We were dead in our trespasses and sins, slaves, to a master that we couldn't, we had no control over. We were headed for hell, which is where everybody goes who, who doesn't know Jesus. And now we're heading for heaven as, as king's kids. I mean, how incredible is that? What an incredible difference for our future. The birth of Jesus changed everything. Past, present, and future. Why did He come? Why did Jesus come? He came so we could be forgiven. He came so we could be free. He came so we could be family. So the invitation to you today on this Christmas Eve is, would you like to join the family? Tyler's experiencing Christmas at the Butler House for the first time, bless his heart. Met my side of the family last night. And so our question to him this Christmas season is, would you like to join the family? (laughs) And that's my question to you. Listen, you got some crazy cousins, I promise you. Look around in here. Here's the family. Listen, you didn't become part of the family because you loved your cousins and brothers and sisters. You became part of the family because of the love of the Father. I want to show you one more scripture. John chapter 1 and verse 1, since since this is all about Jesus, I want you to see this. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And in verse 10, it says this. 
He came into the very world He created, but the world didn't recognize Him. He came to His own people, and even they rejected Him. But to all who believed and accepted Him, He gave the right to become children of God. They're not, they are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the Word became human, made His home among us. That's Jesus. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. We have seen His glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Listen, because of what Jesus did for us, from His birth to His life, His resurrection, we have the right to become God's children, to be reborn, not physically, but spiritually. And here's all you have to do. You admit that you're a sinner. Listen, just go ahead and claim it. Just go ahead and admit it because every one of us is born a sinner. Just embrace the fact that you're a sinner just like everybody else. And then once you understand that you're a sinner and you understand that sinners are bound for hell without Jesus, then repent of your sin. That means that you're serious about changing your life. You're not just sorry you got caught. You didn't just get busted and now you're trying to get out of it. You're serious about changing your attitudes and your actions and your thoughts and your life. You're ready to sell out to God. You're going to let Him and His Word and His Spirit guide you now. And if that's you, then you just ask Him for forgiveness. You ask Him to be set free. You ask Him to make you His own child today. Will you do that? Won't you stand with me? We pray that you've been blessed and inspired by today's Covenant Living broadcast with Pastor John Butler. You can hear today's message in its entirety by visiting our website at covenantlifewestga.org. You can find this video there on our homepage. Just click the YouTube button and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give us a call at 770-537-3747. That's 770-537-3747. At Covenant Life, our mission is to go and make disciples by being real, relational, and reaching. Be sure to join us next week for more Covenant Living with Pastor John Butler.